Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Hello and welcome back to a long-awaited Radio City Breakfast Show podcast with me, Rossi, and Jay Hines. Hello there. And it's uh, Simo. hello Sonny Simo. Oh, I love that. We started a thing in breakfast the other day. I think Jay called you Sonny Jim. You did. You called me Sonny Jim. Which is like something your grandfather would have called you when you're a little a little rascal running around misbehaving. And I think it's an old thing that should be made uh, made trendy again. I bet you a lot of people still call their kids Sonny Jim. Hey, or... you, Sonny Jim, you cheeky yeah. little rascal. So uh, we will continue with this Sonny Jim and Sonny Sim. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast, uh, last week, Ollie Murs popped in because you didn't like him, Sonny Jim. No, I didn't. You, you the last po- time I met him, I, I just wasn't a fan. He just didn't click with me. Well, he, uh, you wouldn't partake in the interview, but then you met him outside after he'd uh, done his interview and you'd sort of gone full 360 yeah, degrees. I changed my opinion. I take yeah. it all back. He was a really, really nice bloke. He was a good lad. Here's uh, Ollie Murs chatting to us on the Radio City Breakfast Show last Friday. Waking you up on weekdays. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. It is Friday morning. It's Radio City 96.7. It's the best day of the week. We always love a Friday. We're always silly on a Friday. And it's always nice to have really, really nice guests uh, in on a Friday as well. Sorry that Ollie Moores is the exception. <laughs> oh, give him a slap. Oh. Welcome along back to the Radio City Tower, Ollie. And it's lovely to have you back. Is right, Rossi Live. Is right. It's right, Mercy <laughs> It's right. <laughs> How are you? I'm really, really good. And why, why was you so mean at the start of that? Oh, what? do you know what? Do you know sometimes when people really, really, really like someone, they say the exact opposite. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't Whatever. the case. <laughs> no, we, we, Stop being mean to we, him. We, we were so looking forward to you coming back to, uh, oh, you know, because the, you. the album, the single had just about, I was in the process of being released, the album was nowhere near being released, and uh, I remember chatting to you last time, and I said to you, come on then, we knew nothing about the album, so tell us what could be a future release, and uh, Heart on My Sleeve was the one that you mentioned, which I see constantly on the monitors in the gym when I'm working out on the old treadmill. You're, you're up there looking very, very good indeed. Oh, thank you. No, we, do you know what? I just, just we just wanted to do something different with a third single because you know when you, you, I've done two really cool sort of up tempo reggae kind of feel yeah. scary tracks, and I just felt, do you know what? It's time to do just to show other people that maybe necessarily don't like me or have didn't like the first two singles that I can do something a little bit different, and uh, that's why we went with it. It would appear a lot of people like you actually. You know, uh, number one, the big top forty, the album has been a major, major, major success story. Uh, yeah, three singles from the album. Now at this stage, I know you're promoting the album. I know you're promoting Heart on My Sleeve. At this stage, have you started even thinking about album number two? Do you know what? Actually, we've, we've actually I've been in the studio. I've wrote about four or five songs already um, for the new album because you, you, you kind of you know they're not obviously potential hits at the moment. We're not too sure. I haven't heard them back, but we've we wrote we're writing loads of new, new tunes already. So yeah, it's a bit weird because like I didn't want to do it too early because I was so like yeah you know wanted to focus on this album. But and obviously everything's kind of in place with this album now. We've got like the fourth single prepared and what we're going to do with that. We've got like um, the tour and we've got all these different bits and pieces ready. So it was like well yeah let's just sort of you know get in the studio and just see what we can produce for the second album so yeah I'm in the process of doing that at the moment it's always interesting to see how you know what what a, sim- a song comes out how far you're working in advance you said that the fourth single is done does that mean the video's been done and shot and everything for that 
nearly um, next month we're doing that. Okay. So yeah, it's all it's all weird. It's just so it's so strange. Like when you're when obviously I wasn't in the industry. Like you just see it come out and you're like, oh my god, you know. But we're, I'm sort of like a I'm sort of like a month behind. I mean, I'm like a month ahead of you guys. Yes, if that makes sense. It's a bit the way that they, they shoot film and soaps and stuff. They shoot things out of sequence and then the old jigsaw all comes together at the very end. And that's what the product that you see on TV while you're sitting with your uh, your dinner on your lap on a, on a Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah, then you speak to the actors and they're like, yeah, we're like three months ahead of you guys. It's yeah. like, what? <laughs> uh, no. And the big, sorry, I was going to say, because I went to a few of these, um, like, you know, a few of these shows and I'm like chatting to some of my favourite characters from like EastEnders and stuff. And like, I'm like, so, uh, so like, you know, oh my God, I can't believe this story. And they're like, well, have you not heard the new stuff that we're doing? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, don't tell me, don't tell me. This is going to kill the next three months of my life. Don't do it. I need to watch it. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, they know so much before you do. And you're like, oh God. It's my, my wife gets the, uh, the Sunday magazines, you know, the supplements. And then, and what she does is she reads what's happening in the soap. No that. way. Why would I you do that? I used to do that. Oh. I used to do that. And the thing about me is I was such a, I was not a horrible teenager, but I used to just be like, I used to love going out to my mum and going, oh, do you know what's going to happen to that character? And she's like, no, okay, well, I know. And she's like, and then I have to drop it in. And she's like, don't tell me. And I'd be like, well, she basically, you know, she she gets dumped and then basically she starts seeing the, the dad. Oh, you little rascal. Oh, no. Do you know what? Are you the sort of guy when you were a kid, if someone was telling a joke, just before they got to the punchline, you'd shout out the punchline? <laughs> and did you, did you open oh, all your me. presents before Christmas Day as well? <laughs> oh, oh, you do that. When you take, oh, you, oh, you got to watch this bit, you got to watch this bit. Oh, basically, and you tell them before that comes up and it ah. kind of kills the moment. Oh, you go, you should go and watch that film because basically at the end of it, he's not dead. He's, you know, he's actually a ghost. <laughs> you know, like in Sixth Sense, you, know, you kill it before people go and watch it. All right, <laughs> listen, uh, we've got a question coming in from... Uh, I think it's uh, Philippa. Philippa has got a question from you, and she's been desperate to put this question. So, Philippa, uh, oh, in your Philippa. own time. Morning, Ollie. This is Philippa from Cady. I'm a big fan of yours. We've just got a new dog and named him after you. If you could oh. it, who would you name him after and why? And before you go, can you wish me a big happy birthday because it's my 40th birthday today? Thank you. Bye. Oh, happy birthday, Philippa. Have you have a good one. Right, she's um. If I had a dog, who would I call it? Um. Oh, this is this is tricky. She can't call it after a girl because then they're gonna think, oh, he thinks I'm a dog. So I can't call it after a famous celebrity. Um. I'd have to call. Um. <laughs> I don't know. This is a really tough question, actually. What I've never really Rossi? thought about this. You could call it Rossi. A Rosie. <laughs> Get okay, Jack Russell and call it Rossi. <laughs> Rah, Rossi. No. Quick, think of something, Ollie. You can think of something. It's just easy. Simon uh, after Simon Cowell. Sh I, I know Coley after Cheryl Cole. Coley? No, they're boring. Um, <laughs> oh, God. I'd get a poodle and call it Louis. You, get, <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't die of pink by any chance, would you? Phil I'll say, Philippa, I'm going to call, I'm going to get a dog. I'm going to be a little poodle and it's going to be called Louis. <laughs> <laughs> How cute is that? So you're uh, looking forward to the Brit Awards on Tuesday night. You're up for the uh, best single, Please Don't Let Me Go. Yeah. Now, no, you I'm must remember watching the Brit Awards as a kid and then suddenly not only are you in attendance, but you've got a nomination. How great is that? Oh, no. I, I, I actually said that in an interview. I, was, I remember some of the, the biggest moments on the Brits. And so to be a part of it, it's going to be interesting to see what happens on the night because something always happens, always a talking point. So, um, no, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really interesting night. And just to be nominated is, is a great thing. To just so much, you know, just the fact that my song, Please Let Me Go, was recognised as one of the songs of 2010. I'm, I'm really, really proud of that achievement. And um, I'm really looking forward to going and having a few drinks, meeting the, meeting the other artists and having a really good night. And partying on into uh, the small hours of Wednesday morning.
Yeah, well, Wednesday mornings when I go to Kenya for comic relief. Oh, so. yes, of course. So you're doing this trek across the, is it the uh, Kaisu Desert? Yes, um, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. We, we look, like I say, I leave the day after the Brits. So I'm going to be like... <laughs> you, you definitely get a good snooze all the way to uh, East Africa. Um, I hope so. You're doing... Uh, so, so some of the celebrities that's doing this uh, this massive trek, uh, all in aid of comic relief, uh, who are you doing it with? Right, well, this is you're testing me now. Um, right, the, the captain of the ship, the, mm. the leader is Dermot O'Leary. Yeah. We've got the mum of the group, um, Lorraine Kelly. We've got the comedian, which is going to be um, Ronnie O'Connor. Um, we've got Scott Mills, who's going to be the radio broadcaster, of course, the, the speaker of the group. He's going to tell an us edit. stories. There's an edit. <laughs> yeah, Scott Mills. Um, we've also got Peter White, who's a, he's also works on radio, but he's a blind um, Peter White, so oh. it's going to be really interesting to have him with us. And He's a really great guy. I met him the other night. He's fantastic. Nadia Shawali, she's an actress. Yep. We've got Karen Toynton, she's going to be dancing all the way with us. Of course, she will be. Strictly. <laughs> um, and obviously, an actor, an um, actress. And we've also, also, who else have we got? We've also got Lorraine Kelly. I've always said yeah. Lorraine. Okay. Who else is there? Okay. Oh, Craig David. Craig, Craig David. David. So, Craig's going to be singing with me, hopefully. And then there's obviously myself. So, it's going to be good fun. While you're to make your track, you could, you two could actually get together and uh, and work out a little duet. Apparently, you're going to burn what eight thousand calories a day. Yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be burning eight thousand calories a day. We're going to be drinking about fifteen liters of water um, mm. because of the heat. Yeah, but it's forty degree heat, guys. You know what I mean? It's like it's going to be so. It's like getting a treadmill and putting it in the sauna. You know, that's kind of how I, I feel. Think, it's that's exactly it's just, how it will be. Yeah. I know, it's going to be crazily hot. But you know what? It's for a fantastic cause. We're, look, we're looking to raise lots and lots of money, millions, in fact. Um, and we're obviously, of course, making people more aware of the sight problems that there are, that are in Kenya. So it's going to be great fun. And, and, and you know, we're doing it for a fantastic cause. And I, obviously, I hope that everyone can, can get involved and donate with us. Brilliant. OK, listen, we're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll come back after the news and we will hear more from Ollie Murs. We've got more qu- uh, questions from listeners. And I've got a little true or false a uh, questionnaire for you, Ollie. So I'm hope you, hopefully cool. you're going to answer okay. that as honestly as you possibly can. <laughs> oh, so I've got cool. another question from another listener. Uh, this right, time okay. we're going to have a question from Joe. Where you go, Joe? Morning, Ollie. This is Morning. Joe from Babington. I'm calling on behalf of my little boy, Kean, who's seven. And he wants to know, how did you learn to dance like that? Because he spends hours in his bedroom with your CD on trying to dance just like you. Ah, oh, bless him. Um, do you know what? The, the dancing thing just came from when I was little. I used to dance a lot with what, you know, listening to Michael Jackson and watching the likes of Usher and Justin Timberlake. And do you know what? I don't know why I dance the way I dance. I think it's just something that I've picked up along the way. And just I kind of just do my own thing, really. And um, a lot of people do say I dance like my granddad at weddings and people say I dance, you know, like a bit of a plonker sometimes. But, you know, it's kind of my thing and I, I, I love dancing and... Um, I kind of, yeah, it's just, that's kind of really how I did it. I think I just kind of just naturally just went with what I did and, yeah. you got a very, really. very, very unique style. She said her son's name was Kean. I wonder was he named after Kean Egan from uh, Westlife? Oh, maybe. Who knows? It's a nice name. It's a really a, nice name. Yeah, good Irish name. Uh, listen, I've got a few true or falses here for you, OK? Yes, so You've got cool. to be as honest and put your hand <sighs> on your heart and tell me the truth. OK. okay so, um, Ollie Murs, uh, is it true that you want uh, a part in The Only Way is Essex? <laughs> uh, oh, shut up. 
False. Is that false? Definitely false. Yeah, definitely. I said, I, I, just to clarify, I said, I said false purely yeah. because I don't want to be a part on it. But if there was like a, if they wanted me to guest appearance on it or they wanted me to just turn up somewhere, then yeah. I'd be happy to get involved. Definitely, especially if there's a free bar. Uh, yes. <laughs> Cheryl Cole apparently has shunned him and uh, Cheryl Cole has shunned you and the other X Factor guys at the Brit Awards. I will not be sitting on your table. Is this true or false? I think it's true. I, I'm I'm same as you. I heard it in the press and I yeah. read it, but I haven't I haven't actually spoken to her. But because um, for some reason she's got changed her number and not given it to me. But well, um, that's another story. You know what they say about. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. Okay, um, go on, talk about it. <laughs> you, you know, you know, uh, you can say what you like about stalkers, Ollie, but they're always there for you. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, actually, she's really nervous about these questions. Um, but yeah, no, she. Um, I, she, I saw that she, she said that in the press, but I don't know if it's. I think it's probably true. So, oh, the little rascal. I wonder will she be showing any of the? You know, the, what is it called again? Side, side, oh, side boobs. Side boobs, as she did yeah. a few weeks ago at the awards. Did you see her stepping up on? Oh my word! Oh, I had no. to freeze frame the TV seventeen <laughs> times. Now then, next one is uh, apparently thinking of me. Uh, was uh, of course your second single. It's um. It's it's very popular now at funerals. True. Wow. It's true. Do you know what? I didn't know this, but someone sort of mentioned it to me, and I was like, really? And I kind of thought of a bit like, oh, I'm not too sure why they would. But then I think the lyrics actually, there's, then I know that you're somewhere thinking of me. Yeah. Um, so I gather that, you know, I can, I can understand why now, actually. And I think that a lot of people, especially... Um, you know, sometimes you don't want to remember someone in a in a sad way. You always play like the ballads or the sad songs. Yeah. Sometimes you want to remember someone in a good way and in a more positive and a more happy way. So I can, you know, it's it's nice. I mean, I'm I'm not saying you know, it's, I say it's not nice in a way, but it's yeah, I can if it's it's great that you know people can can use the song in an emotional way and uh, that you know that is is listen to it at funerals. I really appreciate. it. Yeah, people can take a bit of solace out of it. It's it's lovely. Um, next yeah. one is uh, well, the big whisper is that you plan to snog Cheryl Cole at the Brits. Oh, oh, well, is this is this a plan of yours? Is this something that you would intend um, to do? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of like I want to say false to say nah. Of course, I haven't got a chance of kissing her, so nah, it's false. But then, if you know, a few drinks down me and an opportunity arises, I'm even not more turn drinks it down, down her. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, if, if she's around and she's like, hi, Ollie, I'm like, mm, hello. Well, I've got to say, you know, from a red-blooded male, you are a very good-looking dude, and uh, ah, oh, presum- not I'm, really. Yeah, you're good with you. Yeah, they brush you well on TV. They make you look amazing. God, you see me now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right then, final question is uh, so that's a, that's a, a maybe. If you got half a chance, it would be yes. Then yeah, true. Yeah, true. Okay, true. <laughs> well, you and me both, just about everybody in the studio, including Gar Claire. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. Come on, if you had a chance to snog Cheryl, you'd give her a kiss, wouldn't you? Even if it was a snog, if it didn't mean anything, you'd do it, wouldn't you? I would. Certainly, if I was snogging, it would mean a lot, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Emma's got a final question for you, Ollie. Yep. Morning, Ollie. I'm a Morning. massive fan of yours. This is Emma from Formby. I've got a big celebrity crush on yourself, but who's your celebrity crush? I think we might have covered that one. No, no. <laughs> Do you know what? My, my big celebrity crush, I'm a, I'm a massive fan of, of Kelly Brook. And but I also love the northern accent, like the further north you go, you like I love the Scouse accent, I like the Yorkshire accent. I kinda like I'm really into accents as well. Yeah. So like I was funny enough, I was listening to Kimberly Walsh on um on a on a show the other day and I was watching it and I was like, Oh, I love her voice. It really sort of like, oh yeah. And then um, you know, so kinda like I'm but I'm really into sort of Kelly Brook at the moment. I still I think she's kinda like my celebrity crush. 
Kimberly Walsh has got a very lovely husky speaking voice. What about Janice Battersby from Coronation Street? That's a northern voice. Maybe, who knows? Kelly Brook for me, I've got a bit of a soft spot for her. I think she's very attractive and good looking. So, yes, so she's my sort of celebrity crush. Oh, and also Jesse J. I'm a bit of a soft spot for Jesse J. a hundred of them, Molly. I know, I know. Well, he's young. I must sound a little bit desperate. No, you're young, you've got time on your hands. Listen, we're going to wrap it up because I know you've got to go. But I want to say good luck on Tuesday night and we're all rooting for you at the Brit Awards. Good luck with our trek across the the desert in Kenya, all raising money for comic relief. The 30-date tour kicks off very soon. You touched down at the Liverpool Empire on Sunday the 8th of May and we're all going to be there. That's right, We're going to be there enjoying all your big hits. And good luck with the new single, Heart on My Sleeve, as well. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Murs, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Ollie. Thank you very much. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Uh, revelations over the weekend that they, uh, the Beckhams uh, apparently are going to expect a little baby girl. And uh, when she's born, she'll just be about the right size to squeeze into her mum's hand-me-down. <laughs> Jay's been on a soapbox there about David Cameron and Co. with their plans, the coalition of getting rid of Asbo. It's basically for him, it was only chance of ever getting a certificate, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> when you wake up, Radio City 96.7. See? Yeah. See, he was all right, wasn't he? Child. Now, we've convinced you to like Ollie Murs. Mm-hmm. Will we ever be able to convince you to like James Corden? Nope. Never, 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 never. No? No, honestly. Never? I really ever, don't ever, like ever? Him. He's just, I've heard Sorry, stories Jackson. about him. And <laughs> I've heard stories about him. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I have to agree with you there, Jay. He just annoys me when I see him. He's meant to be a little bit up his own bum. Up his own backside. Mm, allegedly. Allegedly. Speaking of uh, up your own backside, we've got a couple of true stories coming up a little bit later on. And in fact, a guy with a wooden leg was told to shove it exactly there. More it's, on that a bit yeah, later. Unbelievable, that story. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's true, though, so it's true-ish. But here is one of the surgeries last week uh, from a woman who, it turns out, has a serious bad bout of something we don't like on our breakfast show, and that's double standards. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Radio City Breakfast. Radio City Breakfast. The City Surgery with Dr. Ross. Right then. You want to dial that number then, lads? There we go. Right, okay. You can start it from the old. Uh... Why did oh. you do that? Our oh, phones have gone off. No, they haven't. Can you... <laughs> I get the phone up? Go on. <laughs> Let's see if CJ will pick up. I hope she answers, not him. Oh my god, I never thought it's a no mobile, isn't it? Hello? Hello, is that CJ? It is. CJ, sorry, it's Rossi here from Radio City. Um, oh. Thank you very much for taking time out. Did you hear your dilemma being read out before? I did hear it. Okay, so basically, are you still there? I am indeed. Okay. Yeah, the, the phone keeps flashing and bits and bobs and things. I think they were doing work on it yesterday. Right, okay, so you, you basically, you've been married for the best part of nine years, CJ. And, yeah. uh, and about five years ago, you went. To, uh, your friend was getting married abroad in Mallorca. And she in, was, yeah. And in Mallorca, you, uh, there's a lot of old school friends, including an old flame. Indeed, there was. And one thing led to another, and this was five years ago. So you ended up having a bit of a fling with your old flame. I did, so it wasn't even worth it. It wasn't worth it at all. No, no, I could well imagine. I could well imagine these things happen. You know, when the, there's an old saying, when the drink is in, the wit goes out. Well, um, this is the thing. Well, basically, your hubby was a bit shell-shocked. Then he got angry a few... And then you split up for a couple of months. You got back together again. Yeah, yeah. So that was over five years ago. 
it was over five years ago. But then he keeps bringing it up and bringing it up and sort of uh, metaphorically beating you with that verbal stick, so to speak. Yeah, like a dog with a bone. He just won't let it go. I can't believe I've come five years on after being married for nine years. Yeah. And then every single time there's an argument, he keeps throwing it up in my face. He's making my life absolutely hell. Well, do you want me to read some texts that have come through already? Yes. Uh, Lee in Brumbra says you may as well go out and have another fling because you're just going to get grief anyway, CJ. Well, that's, that's the point, exactly. Oh, has that it, crossed it, your mind? I, well, yeah, because if you're being... If something's being thrown in your face constantly, yeah. then you may as well go out and do it again. If you're going to do it once and it's that bad, you may as well carry on doing it. If you're going to be constantly accused and accused and accused. Exactly. Uh, and okay. not like he didn't have an affair with, with his... Um, Secretary at his business I, two years ago. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't keep throwing that into the equation. You didn't put that in your email, I'm afraid. Oh. No, because that's why it, all of this doesn't need necessarily to come out. But at the same time, it, you've got to remember that he's not like crystal clear as well. Oh, so it's uh, so it's, it's double standards is creeping in here because it says here, okay, CJ, uh, what you have done was wrong. It was a wrong thing to do, but you've more than paid your dues. You're being persecuted. Donna and Old Swan, another one, Suzanne and West Kirby, uh, says, uh, what a pathetic, uh, what a pathetic man. Uh, either forget and move on, or if you can't forgive. Uh, part company and move on. So uh, these are some of the bits of advice coming in. Well, to be honest, I've gone through all of these and even questioned myself and answered my own questions. And the thing is, if you saw them, you'd have had an affair as well. Who? Okay, fine, I'm at Eden. But at the same time, is is he's not that much of a looker. Well, it's not about looks, is it really? Uh, you know, CJ, to be honest, when you marry someone, it's not all about looks. I mean, you know... Well, I'm at Eden, to be honest, because he had a lot of money. It wasn't all about looks. He was nice, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I'd kiss him out of bed for other people. So, well, that would, ins that would insinuate then maybe you've had more than one fling. Well, we're only talking about this one at this moment. Is he listening now, CJ? No, he'll be at work, probably flirting with his receptionist. Yeah, well, that I can deal with, but the fact that he's not listened to me at work, that's that's really annoying me, to be perfectly <laughs> honest, CJ. No, I'm not, I'm no, sorry, I'm being a little bit flippant here. Um, I don't know, this sounds like there's a... It's suddenly, it, it's gone from three people involved to maybe more. Because obviously well, there's a secretary, and then you've insinuated, then there may have been anybody, somebody else. Well, we're talking about this one at this particular time. So there is um, more? But there, well, I'm not going to say anything like that on air. But at the same time, is. Is, if this is not sorted, the next stop is Jeremy Kyle. I swear to God, he's proper Jeremy Kyle material. So He'd you, love it. You're going to go from this show to Jeremy Kyle, so you're going to drop your standards? If, if we don't get this sorted, then we, we I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. I think there seems to be so much going on here. Um, There's a bit of a can of a worms, a isn't it? Yeah, but we won't, we won't open them now. I think you already have. I think you already have. <laughs> well... We won't open them now, just in case he is listening. You need to just sort of come to some sort of compromise here, and if that involves you getting together and uh, having those parties where you throw keys into the middle of the table... <laughs> I think well, both as bad as you know what? I'm probably getting better off than the one I've got now. Right. Oh. I can't carry on like this. Oh, my God. Uh, right, CJ, listen, I'm going to boogie. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, there's, there's been a few things that have been thrown up here which I was not expecting. But, listen, whatever you and your hubby do, I hope you sort it out, okay? 
Yes, I've I really just want to add a shout out to the, the um, girls who did so well. Uh, right, right, okay. Oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, right. Just, I don't want to do that. I thought she was going to come yeah. on to um, try and get a bit of forgiveness. Do you know what I stuff? think she's done? I think she's used us as a platform to try and tell him what she's been up to and it wants to be over, and I think that's why she's asked to come on air. I'm sure that's what she's do you done. you know what I think? What? I think I need a drink. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Question number two. Name a part of the body beginning with the Letter K. Idiot. Nate. I've just Dad. thought of another one. Chase just thought of another oh. one. I'm going to say knock Back in the morning, when you wake up, Radio City 96.7. Well, I don't think she wants so many friends, uh, did uh, Mrs X. Ooh. She scared me. You know. I know, I felt really sorry for her at first, and I thought that, you know, poor woman when he's not forgiven her. And then by the end, I was... Terrified. I know. Sounds like she's had more than one. She yeah. did, yeah. More she than two. She didn't deserve our airtime. She didn't no. deserve nope. our airtime. Some people, it takes all to, all sorts to, to make the world go round. Uh, Radio City Breakfast, the podcast, weekdays from 6 until 10. You can hear us on Radio City 96.7. Do you know what? If you're ever sort of down in your luck and you're feeling a bit gloomy, you can always rely on our very own executive producer, Jay, to give you a good damn oh, laugh. God. Or a damn good laugh. What are you going to put in here? Let's put in a little bit of Dolly Parton. Oh, no. You're talking about Dolly Parton. Have, get a load of this. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Uh, also going on sale at 9 o'clock this morning for a big gig. Uh, Wednesday the 31st of August. That's my niece's birthday, 31st of August. Uh, it's uh, Dolly Parton coming to... Oh, she'll be working now. She will be bouncing into Liverpool. City Centre and uh, performing live at the Echo Arena. Yes? I'm going to get in his right Rossi Lara off, Dolly. Yeah. I bet you don't. I bet, I bet you, you don't. Go on, that's your challenge. Right, let's put a tenor challenge, on it. Jay. Tenor? I'm going to leg it on stage with a mic and shove it in her mouth and say... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going just... to leg it on stage and shove the microphone in her face and say... <laughs> Anyway, if you'd like to check out aloud.com, aloud.com, tickets go on sale in a couple of minutes' time. It's three minutes to nine. Happy retirement, Jay. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Jay, you could get arrested for that. Oh, God. People have been arrested for less. I never meant to say anything of the sort. You know what I meant to have said? I know what you were thinking. Yeah, I was. You dirty old man. Oh, good old Jay. Right, we've set Lee Butler a little bit of a challenge, and uh, he has allegedly started working in this, and he's really only got a couple of weeks. Uh, Lee Butler popped into the show and had a little bit of a chat. You can hear Lee Butler's show uh, Friday nights from 10, and same goes on Saturday nights from 10 o'clock. Plastic Surgery Part 1 and Part 2. Introducing Mr. Lee Butler. How are you, Simon, and the crew? Hello. Morning, mate. Lee Butler's show is uh, one of the most, uh, li- li- well, it is the most uh, listened to dance show, I think, on the weekend. It's uh, done well, hasn't it, this done time? Done very, round. very well. Love, love, it. Right. Smug. love it. Tell you what, mate, you are a legend. Uh, you're a star. star. You know when the call comes in to go on the Rossi and the Brecky show with the crew, there's just there's nothing you couldn't do to get there, is there? It's like Aww. it's like a call from the from the from the Lord above, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you you have, to, and I got two texts as well. Up. I didn't just get one. I got one off Rossi and off Jay as well. Oh, it's also a of a text. Yeah, no, you know. Thanks a lot yeah. for that. I'll do it next time. Uh, right. So we, I've got you in here for a reason because I want to want to set you a little challenge, and. Uh, 
we've each picked a record. Because you're always talking about uh, revamping up an 80s song and making it into a dance song. So I'm going to set you a little challenge uh, because this is the first Friday of February. And the last Friday of February, I would love you to have a song produced. A song produced. Now, I've picked a song. Claire's picked a song and Jay's picked a song. All from the eighties. All from the eighties. No, okay. But I know, I know. There's a little bit of pressure here because there's there's there's, a, there's three tracks. Then is that? Yeah, three, yeah, yeah. Three now, now, you can pick. You, you can pick. I, I, there's rumours around the campfire of a morning yeah. that that if we don't pick, you know, if we don't pick Rossi's, there could be a bit of trouble, isn't it? No, 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 no. Oh, I, I, I don't. I don't. I'm not like I'm that. Not like I'm, that. Not I'm not. I'm not that competitive. I'm gonna I'm gonna play you three three little nuggets from each song. Mine's the first stop, then it's Claire's, then it's Jay's, okay. And then what I'd like you to do is produce this, get some vocalists, and I'd turn love it into to a do dance that's anthem. a great idea. Mate. Okay. What if we have a big hit out of it? We're going to split the money. Well, you've done it with Don't Stop Believing, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, well, we, we'll do something similar. Have a listen, yeah? You ready? Okay, ready? Yep. Here we go. Here's mine first. <laughs> it's the adventures in Broken Land. Choice Cherish by Cool and the Gang. Oh, you're giving that some reaction. And Jay, his favourite song of all time. Typical Jay. Typical Jay and his leather on. So uh, there's three, I think you'll agree, fabulous songs. You know, you weren't familiar with The Adventures, Jay. I didn't know your one, no, but it is good. It's I'll a great you. song, yeah. fantastic song. Uh, so you've got The Adventures, uh, you've got... Uh, uh, and Claire's, Claire's, Claire's gone for very a... Good. You, you've gone for a, like, we can see the romantic side yeah. of your clients. She's gone for something we may have... You that into a dance course, song. No, you could turn it into something you would have done a slowy to, maybe, in the grafting or something years ago. <laughs> yeah, she's too, she was too old for the grafting. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going to go with number one. I think we can turn oh, that into... I think we can turn that potentially into a, into a big hit. That. I think if we cut that up, maybe get a little bit of a rap on there. Yeah. I uh, think that's yeah. the one, you well, know. Well, I'm going to ask Dave Graham to do mine, then. Oh, Les Calvert. Oh, that's very nice. Isn't oh, that's it? lovely. That is. We'll see you get tired in the typical. job. Oh my god! And there's, he's always saying to me that you're the narky one, and Ellie yeah. is. <laughs> Does he? Oh, how dare you accuse me of being narky? <laughs> never are you not. Never. No. <laughs> I think if I'm narky, I... you're thick. Thanks. <laughs> 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 oh. When's the deadline then? When's the deadline? Last Friday of the month. That's have it. Is big, that too tight for you, lad? Big housey disco in, infusion we're going to have. Do you want to hear another clip of it? Yeah, here we go. Yeah, yeah. See, a broken land. You reckon you could do something with that? It's a biggie. It's I a biggie. I'm telling you. We'll turn. What are, what are you going to call the act? What are you going to have to call it? Can you call the act anything you want? Can we call it Rossi and Co? Yeah. Call yeah. It, uh, the Rossi and Co Northern Stars or something like that. <laughs> yeah, the Rossi and Co yeah. All Stars. All Stars, say. Rossi and Co All Stars. My word. There you oh go. Oh, God. Isn't it a shame? Pop could, you pop imagine us on, could you imagine us on like MTV in oh, a video? Yeah, we will be. We should sing it. 
No, let's oh, not. Oh, come on. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you to go, just you to go one step too yeah, far. Yeah, go and put there. the kettle on, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> news, news and sports next. Oh, there's Andy Granco. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Uh, a celebrity who reckons she needs a boob job. Oh. After having so many kids, she says, now touch her knees. Oh, it's oh. a story about Claire then. Oh! I said Kimmy knees, Mark. not ankles. <laughs> when you wake up, Radio City 96.7. So hopefully we can turn that into a hit. I can't believe he chose yours. Well. Gutted. Well, I'm above Cherish as the, well. The man's got taste, the man's got uh, no. sophistication, decorum, he's got the lot. Saying that, you know what, it is quite a good tune. It's, it's a brilliant. great song. I just know well. with the all-stars, I think they could turn it into uh, turn, turn it into something really yeah. big and really massive. I think we should market it, we should get it released, and uh, we should maybe uh, have it available and download, and any money's raised, put it to our charity, Cash for Kids. A good idea. Great what idea. about that? Good idea. Could be massive, could be big, could be great, could be a flop. Right then, let's venture forth, onwards and upwards. And our very own Claire Simonson has landed a part. She'll be treading the boards at the Theatre Royal in St. Helens. Oh, thank you, darling. Playing the part of Tinkerbell. <laughs> Tinkerbell. At her age. I know. Who's playing Peter Pan? Bert the pensioner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Watch it. Yeah, you can play one of the Lost Boys, old guy. <laughs> Check <Sunny> this out. Jim. <laughs> Check this out, Sonny Jims. Radio City Breakfast. You went along yesterday, did the, the lovely Claire Simonson for an audition at the Theatre Royal in St. Helens, who's starting in uh, mid-April, 15th of April onwards, over the Easter holidays. There's going to be a production, a pantomime production of Peter Pan. Uh, obviously, someone already had uh, been given the part of Hook. Uh, so, <laughs> so we what about said, Shmi? She's got to play Shmi. Don't like Or the crocodile. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. The crocodile. Yeah. Tick, tock, tock, you two tock, could play tock, the clock. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Sorry? The clock. So, Chantelle Joseph was the lady in charge of the audition and the director of the show, I do believe. Good morning, Chantelle. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm very, very good. You know, somebody good. who was... Uh, there must have been quite a few people standing around the stage uh, while the audition was going on because someone has actually sent a little clip uh, recorded on their iPhone to me of uh, of the audition yesterday. Would, I, would, like to play, would you like me to play it to you, Chantel? Yeah, that'd be great. Would, would you like yeah. to hear it, Jay? I'd love to hear it. Would you like to hear it? No! Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know? Do you know that what? was actually not bad. What do you, Chantelle, what do you think of that? Well, um, Claire came along and she did a very, very good audition. Her yeah. personality came across lovely. And uh, congratulations, Claire, you've got the part. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, help us. <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> Chill. I think I'm going to fly out the towel. Do you know what? I've got, to, I've, got to take, I've got to take my hat off to you. I thought that was a really good addition. It, you know, I can safely say it was better than this. Hello. Better than this. Hello. Definitely better than that. Not as good as this. Not as good as this. No, not as good as that. <laughs> the human saxophone. <laughs> 
So, uh, so listen, that, that's 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 a lovely touch then, Chantel. So uh, our very own Claire Simo is going to be taking the stage as Tinkerbell. Yes, yes, he is, yes. Um, uh, was, she, was she sort of like a, a head and shoulders above the rest? Well, no, she was she was very good. Her personality always comes through well. Um, she's very bubbly, as you all know. Yeah, God, <laughs> and I think she'll fit the role perfectly. So, um, well done, Claire. Oh, thank you, Chantal. I'm so yeah. excited. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I think I think I think Claire should really sound a bit more grateful and a bit more. I know, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so remind us again. So, it's Theatre Royal, and it's over the Easter holidays, and it's yeah. uh, running. What is it from the fifteenth? From the 14th of April to Easter Monday. 14th of April, right through to Easter Monday. Can yes. you can you sort of persuade her that she needs to take time off the breakfast show whilst doing this because she will do our noggins in. Uh. Maybe take the week before <laughs> off as well. And the week after. The week after, yeah. yeah. Oh. Because me and Jay's heads, our Swedes will be mashed. Oh. They're coming in every day, bouncing in like Zebedee on a space hopper. Chantel, thanks very much for uh, putting up with it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, looking over her audition yesterday. And that is great news in all seriousness. That is brilliant. And good luck with the production as well. Peter Pan, one of my favourites. Thank you very much. Nice one, Chantel. Have a good one. God bless you. See you soon. Bye, bye, love. bye, bye. bye. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. I haven't seen the clown that hides from ugly people. No, I haven't. <laughs> Have you seen that clown that hides from ugly people? No, I haven't told you. So, he hides from ugly people. Oh, funny. <laughs> When you wake up, Radio City 96.7. So, Simo. Well done. You've done it all before, though, haven't you? You've threaded the boards before. Yeah, very Bow Bells in Dick Bo- Whittington. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, a few years ago. Bow Bells. <laughs> yeah. That's why everyone called you Bell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? You can see your audition, actually, if you go to radiocity.co.uk, where you downloaded this podcast from. It's available there, a little video. Is it on our, uh, is it our homepage? It's on our homepage. Rossi and it's Co. also on our Facebook page. And how do people become members of our Facebook, Jay? Just do a search for Rossi and then the and sign co at breakfast. It's the at sign at breakfast, yeah? yeah. R-O-S-S-I-E, Rossi and co at breakfast and uh, become a friend of ours on Facebook. Yeah, and you get loads of news on the show. You'll get all the updates from the three of us. It is good. So that's true. And so are these. The very best of the true stories and stand by for a live wedding scammer call coming up very soon as well. Uh, included in this is uh, the bald guy with the wooden leg who wants to go to a fancy dress. Let's start with that one. This is Alicia Dixon. Is right, Rossi La. We are JLS. Is right, Rossi La. Hi, this is Fiona Lewis. Is right, Rossi La. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. On Radio City 96.7. Okay, do you want a true story? <laughs> yes, please. Well, it's a man I didn't know him personally, but I know of him. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, he had a bald head and a wooden leg, and he was invited to a big fancy dress party, so he didn't know what to wear to hide his bald patch and the fact that he had a wooden leg. So he, he wrote to the fancy dress company company to explain his problem. A couple of days later, he received a parcel and a note with the parcel saying, Dear sir, find enclosed a pirate's outfit. The spotted handkerchief will cover your bald head and, of course, your wooden leg will just be perfect as a pirate. Oh, Agreed? Yeah. Well, he didn't see the uh, he didn't see that uh, sort of side of things. Uh, he took offence and he said, Well, you're stereotypifying people with wooden legs and I'm really, really offended that you sent me this so you can have it back. Please recommend something else and please put a little bit of thought into what you recommend. So, a week passes, he receives another parcel to the man with the wooden leg and the bald head. And uh, it says, Dear Sir, uh, sorry about a previous parcel. Please find enclosed a monk's habit. 
So it's a long robe, and that'll cover your wooden leg, and then your bald head would be perfect. Yeah, no, for a monk. Ah. Happy days, ah. and uh, yeah, happy days. Brilliant. The man goes absolutely gaga. Uh, he reckons that the, the company have gone from emphasising that he's got a wooden leg to drawing attention to his great big bald head. So he writes a really strong letter of complaint a few days later. He gets a little tiny, tiny parcel and a company and letter. Please find enclosed, dear sir, please find enclosed a tin of golden syrup. A tin of golden syrup. So he got a tin of golden syrup. And then he reads on, the letter says, We suggest you pour the tin of golden syrup over your bald head and stick your wooden leg up your backside and go as a toffee apple. <laughs> uh, right then, speaking of Valentine's Day, a Valentine's treat for two gay monkeys. <gasps> oh. uh, zookeepers are preparing a very special uh, Valentine's Day for a pair of ro- love-struck gay monkeys named Elton and David. <laughs> I'm kidding you not. The male spider monkeys, who share an enclosure at the zoo at Drayton Manor theme park in Staffordshire, uh, became a couple last March, a park spokesman has said. He added uh, that they were given sort of the names after they started going off hand in hand together, hugging a lot and other things. Elton seems, it would seem, is the more dominant of uh, the couple between Elton oh, really? and David. Uh, they will be having romantic quality time today on Valentine's Day. They'll share the day together. They will not be exchanging flowers, however, but they are expected to encha- exchange nuts. <laughs> uh, do you want a true story? Oh, yes. It's about a gr- group of guys going for uh, a group of guys going for a few bevies. And uh, basically, it was uh, there was an Englishman, a Scotchman, an Irishman, a Latvian, a Turk, an Aussie, a Yank, an Egyptian, a Japanese, a Mexican, a Spaniard, a Greek. There was a Russian, an Estonian, a German, an Italian, a Pole, a Lithuanian, a Swede, a Finn, and an Israeli, a Romanian, a Bulgarian, a Serb, a Czech. There was a Swiss. They all went into the pub. The landlord looks up, says, sorry, guys, you can't come in here without a tie. There you go, another, uh, another montage <laughs> of a plethora. Of true stories. Uh, you can check those out uh, weekday morning, 6.35 on the show. One day I will get sued. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get sued. Right, on Valentine's Day, we tried to get a couple together. They've been together for a year. They sort of have a long-distance relationship between Middlesbrough and Liverpool. And we tried to get the two to get together and maybe organise a big day for them. There was every chance, every chance, this would be a major Rossi and Co. success story. Then, on the other hand, there was every chance it wouldn't. Which way do you reckon it went? Check this out. Waking you up on weekdays. Radio City Breakfast. With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Right then, we're making a telephone call right now. Jay, get, get, get on the case, Jay. I hope this person answers. Well, they listen to Radio City all the time. That's why we've not spoken to the person. That is... I don't want to give too much away. It's Monday morning. Valentine's Day. Fingers crossed. Hello. Hello, is that Lucy? Yeah. Good morning, Lucy. It's Rossi from Radio City 96.7. Aren't you listening to me? Yeah. Uh, I'm ringing you, Lucy, because I've got a little surprise for you, Lucy. Right. 
Oh, my God, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Oh, thank you. Happy Valentine's Day to you. Well, I would like to introduce you to someone who uh, should really be on the way to Middlesbrough by now. Uh, Gary, I uh, say good morning to your girlfriend. Hey, babe. What? Hi, what are you doing? Hi. Uh, well, um... Well, do Where I... are you? Where are you? <laughs> He's in the studio with us. I'm here. No. Yeah, Jay? He certainly is loose. He certainly is. He's in the studio with us. Uh, basically, he left your okay. house early this morning. He was supposed to go back to Middlesbrough. Yeah. And, uh, and he's actually arranged via our website to come in and have a little chat. We're doing a wedding scammer of a difference this morning. Now, yeah. just let me tell the audience a little bit about you and Gary. Gary, uh, very, you're very welcome to the show, and thanks for being patient this morning. Oh, thanks, Rossi. Thanks for letting me do this. Okay, mate. Oh, uh, so you met Lucy when you were down here at your mate Stephen Stag do last uh, March. Is that right? Yes. Is that right? Big, big, messy weekend, that but I was able to meet Lucy. It was just, uh, it was really awesome memories that, that I can remember of the you, night. You met, in, you met in Concert Square. You keep your relationship alive uh, by, you come to Liverpool and Lucy goes up to Middlesbrough on alternative weekends. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, you've not quite been together one year. You'll be celebrating your first anniversary as boyfriend and girlfriend next month. But, Lucy, Gary is here for a reason. Gary Walker, all the way from sunny Middlesbrough, is here yeah. for a very good reason. Uh, Gary, the airwaves are yours. Thanks, Rossi. Uh, all right, babe. Well, you know, this long-distance thing's been really, really hard on us. And I know we only get to see yeah. each other like, every other weekend, but you know that that's not enough for me. So I just wanted to ask you if you'd marry me. Oh my God! Yeah, of course I will. Oh, oh my God! I thought he was going to dump me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, no! I oh, oh, love you, babe. That's fantastic. You know what? I, I was going to actually—I was going to play a song and let you think over the duration of the song. That is unbelievable, Lucy. <laughs> oh, my, my heart God, I stopped. You. I really love you. Yeah, of course I will. Oh. I love you too, babe. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh my brilliant. God! Oh my God! So, but you—you you do know? Are you? Are you? Does that mean you'll move to Liverpool? I thought you were going to move to Borough, babe. I thought, like... No, no, no. Are you, is this a wind-up? No, I, 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 honestly, I, I thought you were going to come, like, live with me in, in Borough, babe. I thought we talked about this. Well, I mean, so I've no, got my job. Yeah, I've got we did, my, and you said to Liverpool. There's no way I'm moving to Liverpool. What do you mean there's no way? We, well, I've got, my, I've got my flat. I've got my flat in Darlow. There's no way yeah, I'm going to, like, come down here. There's no... Well, yeah, it's, there's plenty... You said it was plenty of space for the two of us. A one-bedroom flat? I've got a three-bedroom house and I've got a job as well. There's no way really I'm coming down here. You, but I need to live in Liverpool. You know I need to live in Liverpool. You know I can't live in Liverpool. I'm a Borough Why? fan, babe. There's yeah. no way I can come down... I know you support Everton. I, I, I'm all right with that. Like, you know, I love you in spite of that. There's no, there's, there's no There's no way I can come down and live with all those, like, Liverpool fans. It's just, it's just not happening. I'm sorry, but Liverpool you think, like, I'm, is you a think much I'm gonna... place to live than Middlesbrough. I only go to Middlesbrough for you. I would never go to a dump like that oh. if it wasn't for you. Just let me stop. Just let me stop. Gary, oh uh, God, are we still on the radio? We're still, yeah, we're live on the radio. Oh, my, oh my God. Well, oh my God. please don't sweat. No, no, listen, hang on a second. This wasn't uh, the way things were supposed to, to go. I'll just point out, Gary, at this precise moment in time, Liverpool and Everton are both in the Premiership. I just thought I'd add that in. Uh, yes, oh. yeah, yeah. Um, you're right. I, I think, uh, basically... I can't I, believe this. I can't believe... No, hold it. You think I'm going to watch some kids, like, take the wheel of my course and put it on... Oh. Oh, it might be right for Andy Carroll, but there's no way I'm moving from the northeast, babe. You know that. You know how much I love living hold in it, Borough. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. What? If you loved me, 
you'd move here. Liverpool I do, is an I do love you, babe. I, I do love you, babe, but it's where I'm from, you know. I want to be back. This is I want to be I'm here. from. Shall we? You know the way we decide stuff sometimes in the you breakfast can show. Lucy, well, get lost if you oh, think on, I'm Luce, ever going to move there. Lucy, Gary, one second. Uh, you, we sometimes we we debate myself and Jay and Claire on the breakfast show. Oh and, my God! And we, 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 what we do is we toss a coin. So should we toss a coin? As heads, Absolutely not. Heads, Middlesbrough, tails, uh, Liverpool. Absolutely not. There is no way I will leave Liverpool. No way. So, I thought you were going to come up and live with me in Borough, babe. I thought we talked about this. Like, uh, yeah, we did talk about this, and I. I thought you were going to come and move to Liverpool. I thought we were going to compromise on well, that. Uh, so, so are you retracting your immediate yes answer that you gave to the marriage proposal? Because I'm, I'm a little bit... things he's just said, then yeah. I yeah, think he I was do. only... Yeah, we need to talk about it. We need... But I'm not... I can't believe we're talking about this on air. He was what only... are you doing? Well, what mean, are you doing? It went very well for the first ten seconds. I can't believe... Right, I've, I can't believe this is on air. I've got to go. I've got to go. Oh. Gary, um... I th- you, you, well, you, you've obviously arranged to stay in Liverpool today, and we, we had arranged. Uh, basically, she did say yes that we were going to send you to the uh, the Hard Days Night Blake's Restaurant in the Hard Days Night. So, um, I'm not sure if that's going to take place now. The offer is still there. If you can uh, get, work something out between yourself and uh, and Lucy, I, I I I don't know, Rossi man. I mean, like, you know, no offense to you and, and to Jay, and I appreciate you letting us come on and do that, but. I just, you know, I, I thought we, I thought we'd agreed that 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 she was going to come and live with us in Borough. I, and I didn't I know just... about that side of the argument at all. To be perfectly honest, uh, Gary, I didn't know. I tell you what, we'll do. I, I think you best, best get your old mobile and, and get downstairs uh, the bottom of the tower and put a phone call in. And uh, you've got me email. Drop us a little email. Let us know how you go, pal. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, I, I'll, I'll let you know. Thanks for letting us do this, though. But um, yeah. If, if, if you do, if, if you do, by the way, get it back on and, and, and the answer's still yes, we'll send you to Blake's later on tonight. So drop us an email before close of business today, yeah? All right, Rossi. All right, thanks, man. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Success rate with that, uh, minus 10 out of 10. Do you know minus what, though? Million. I was so angry with him. I wanted to just elbow him while he was in the I studio. I can't believe what he said in the studio afterwards yeah. about he didn't want to bring his kids up in Liverpool. I just, uh, he didn't win himself any friends here at Radio City or in Liverpool, North West or North Wales with that kind of attitude, nope. especially coming from Middlesbrough. I know. Oh, yeah. my God, the northeast of England. I don't want him here anyway. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for taking time out to uh, download the uh, weekly podcast. You can check us out weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10. DAB Digital Radio, you can... Uh, have us on your iPhone uh, WAP uh, app. You WAP. can download WAP. the app. Do WAP. Do WAP. <laughs> yes. Didn't Lauren Hill do that? On our, yes. Uh, on our app, our iPhone app. Uh, online, radiocity.co.uk or good old-fashioned FM, Radio City 96.7. Now, if you're doing this week, have a great week. We'll catch you same time, well, around the same time next week. Uh, ciao, baby. Ciao, Sunny Jim. Ta-ta. Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via radiocity.co.uk or iTunes. Hello, this is Rossi here. On the Radio City Breakfast Show, 10 past 8 Monday morning, have you heard the wedding scammer yet? Anything, anything, just not to listen to your... 
It's the second more. There's no need to take that approach. I think it's rather a bit sleazy. It, it, no, it's not gets... Annie, it's Suzanne. You know, you've got me in a sweat. Well, I wouldn't use 17 bottles of soap. There's no way. We'll have another brand new one. Monday morning, 10 past 8, Radio City Breakfast with me, Rossi and Co. Tom! Tom! You named Tom Christ how many times? Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Back Monday morning when you wake up. Radio City 96.7.